Hello, 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 and welcome to the new season of the Full Quota Podcast. We're starting a little bit early this time. You'll be wondering, you know, but before the season starts a little bit later. It does, but we're starting early, getting yourselves ready for the new season. Um, and as you know, like last season, we started with a series of interviews with our, with, with players. Um, yeah, but it's been a really good month, a little bit of a break here, Tim. I've missed coming on the podcast, but yeah, Tim, how are you doing? I'm doing good, but I'm doing good. Um, I enjoyed the, the break or aspects mm-hmm. of it, um, but I'm good to be back. It's good to be back into the into the swing of things. I've missed it. I've missed the conversations that we've had, um, mm-hmm. not 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 just you and I, but with with uh, players of our game. So looking forward to today's chat. And I think this season we're going to be focusing a lot more on that. Um, there'll also be a few changes. You'll notice we've changed our logo a little bit. And as we go along, there'll be more changes looking out for. We'll start a, we, we, we're looking into having a Patreon account as well, so look out for that. But remember, you can listen to us on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, as well as on YouTube on the One World Sports Radio app. Um, and so... Um, Tim, like last time, like last year, and all the times we do this, we have interviews uh, with permanent players in the in the game, in the domestic game. We've loved the, uh, following the domestic game. Um, and so today we've got a champion, a four-day series champion with us to kind of give us a sense of his career um, and how his domestic progression has gone. And on top of that, the last season um, where, where, where his team has gone through and won it. And obviously, you know that I'm talking about a Dolphins player. Um, so without, you know, holding back on anything, uh, we've got one of the best spinners in the country um, with us. And his name is Prenilin Subrain. He's joining us. Um, hopefully this time, uh, Pren, you can hear us. How are you doing? How's it, guys? Thanks for having me. Good. Awesome. 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 Um, Prenilin, thank you very much for joining us um, onto, onto the show um normally we just have a, a conversation with with players so our, our our listeners and our our fans get to know you a little bit better um you know because we see the the names on the espn Crick info score sheet but we actually don't know the the personalities behind them and so this is this is a beautiful opportunity so thank you for granting us that oh, it's a pleasure Awesome. Um, so I think normally, uh, so when we start, so my, my first question with all the guests is how, how just take us uh, through your journey into cricket. How did you get into cricket? Um, was it something you always wanted to do? Um, but, you know, just walk us through um, how you how you started in the game. Yeah, I think, um, first of all, coming from, from a small town called Virlum, um, mm. what was, was quite a big thing for us and my family in particular. Um, I think from my dad and, and his brothers and, and even my mom as well, um, we're all involved in sport through, through all their years. And um, I think running around in the Vellum Recreation Ground and watching my dad play cricket and, and football, um, yeah, kind of got me stuck onto sport in general. Was, in terms of sport, was there a sport that, that grabbed you uh, at first, and then you, you moved across to cricket, perhaps, maybe you started on football, or was cricket always number one in, in growing up? I, I actually, I think I played a lot of sports. Um, I think the ones that I did really excel in was um, cricket, football, and volleyball. So, um, I think as the years went on, um, football took a little bit of a backseat, um, and then I through school years, I concentrated on cricket and, and volleyball and, and played provincially for uh, volleyball as well. Um, 
so yeah, and then towards probably the the latter or, or midway of my high school career, um, I started to get a, a sense of you know what I could actually make a, a career out of this, um, and then I think the, the the training just got much more in depth from there. Awesome. Okay. Um, I've, I've, we, you made the S under 19 squad in 2012. Um, you, you mentioned obviously later on, it, but you realized that you could make money out of this. Was that the point where you thought actually act, this could be a profession and a job, um, out of this, or was it, um, a little bit earlier? And also how was your experience in that S under 19 side? Yeah, I think it was probably well before that, that, um, well, we, I kind of, kind of figured, you know what, I'm going to, I'm going to really invest into this, um, and, and, and take the chance with it. And, uh, lucky enough, it, uh, it, it sort of came, uh, according to plan. Um, but yeah, in terms of the SAN 19 team, uh, I really enjoyed my time there. Um, I had one of, in my opinion, one of the best coaches, uh, which was Ray Jennings, um, a really, really tough guy. Um, but I think, what we did realize probably towards the end of our under 19 stints where was that uh, he was hard on us for a reason because he was preparing us for the next step of our careers. Awesome. Okay. Yeah. Um, that's, that's really good. Cause we, we have actually interviewed uh, several other players and there've been a couple have said the same thing about Ray that how that he, mm. that he's, he's hard, but it's good. It teaches yeah. you for life, as you grow up and, and that's a, that, that's an important um characteristic to have uh, i i think as a professional cricketer um in terms of you in terms of what you do as a cricketer um did you start out as a pace bowler or as a batsman or was spin bowling always your 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 thing yeah i think i started off as a fast bowler um and then my dad and i had a conversation one of the days and then he had he had said that you know the amount of spinners in the country at that given point were were minimal so he said why don't you mm. give this a and uh between him and my uncle um who bowled leg spin um they kind of taught me my trade and i just stuck with it from then so right through school years and sn19 i was actually a better who could bowl um and then came into the franchise system and now end up as a, as a bowler who can bat. <laughs> that, uh, that pretty much um, a journey that most spinners have is that they start off as, as, as batsmen and then they convert. It's funny that you mentioned that you were a fast bowler. Because um, I was thinking about this earlier today. It was like in South Africa, when probably when you started, I'm sure the conversation with your dad was, but dad, there are like three spots for fast bowlers and one for a spinner um and and but and also that at the time at, at, in durban kingsmead pitch was still the green number that sean pollock kind of talks about but it was changing a little bit as we're going on but speaking about that transformation with 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 the pitch and 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 and, and the dolphins becoming a very spin heavy side um how did how did you experience that and 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 obviously with the transition from um fast seam friendly pitches to more i wouldn't say spinner there are more spinner friendly pitches um well at, at kingsmead so but how did you notice that progression and how did you handle that yeah i think it was it was kind of a team decision uh driven by uh by our coach imran at the at the time um where we said we want to sit and um and kind of find a formula of our own 
that's going to help us win games and, and, and competitions. And we want to, we want to try and create a, a fortress type thing at Kings Mead where teams that are coming to Kings Mead um, would then have to face challenges that we play on every single day. So, mm. um, look, at, at the end of the day, I think playing on the, the Kings Mead of old where it didn't spin as much as now um, was a good challenge as well because it, uh, when you do go to the high felt, uh, those, those wickets don't really turn as much. So, um, it's always good to prepare for those type of scenarios as well because you are going to be faced with it as well. Yeah, I, I think I think the, I think it's good that we have a variety, and I think the, I think that mm. too often um, the Wanderers gets criticised because it's too fast, and 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 Durban gets gets criticised well, because day four day four it's gonna it's gonna turn square. I, I think variety is good. Variety around the country <laughs> is good. It gives everybody a chance to, to become better. Um, I think of new might be a bit different though. <laughs> <laughs> Yes. Yes. I yes. Think true. Very true. Very true. Um, uh, I guess I want to. I just want. I want to focus more about about spin bowling in general. Mm. So, how was the focus for South African cricket? Do you think transformed in the last, I would say, last five years in terms of spin bowling? Because as I see it, there are a lot of options for South Africa if they want to mm. go for the spinner. They are. Mm. Now, whereas five, six, seven years ago, you had one or two. You had Dane Pete and maybe you had Simon Harmer. And, and that was you know, that was pretty much it. Um, now you've got a variety across the formats. Mm. I, think, I think you have a variety in terms of franchise cricket. Um, but I think probably we're probably still in the, in the process of, of transforming and actually backing spinners. Um, so, yeah, I'd say we, we're still in the process and we're not really transformed into backing our spinners yet. Yeah, um, I, 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 would, I would agree with you a little bit on that because my ideal South African team from a limited overs format has two spinners in there. I think um, you kind of, the world's moving towards that. Um, there are a lot of flatter pitches in limited overs cricket and so there's a lot more, um, there's a lot more, um, what is it? I would say I don't want to say joy, but um, you you could get a lot more with your spinners with two having two spinners in tandem um, going through. Um, have you? Did you ever feel the pressure that you also needed to keep up your batting from a position in the side uh, perspective, especially with normally having one one spinner in there and 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 the views around around spin burning to say um, at least if I could you know if I could add with the batting. Um, that's, that, that could keep me all, um, has, has always been at the Dolphins that, you know, you'd always be, you know, a position for a spinner. No, I, I think, um, the, the messages that come up from Imran to, to us, uh, the spinners that, that do bet from, um, the, to, towards the latter of the order is mm -hmm. that he's the potential in terms of batting. Um, it's just in one-day cricket, sometimes it's an unfortunate thing that we walk in and there's an over left in one-day cricket or three balls mm. left. So sometimes I think we, we generally get judged on our batting based on two balls, um, which becomes if you're playing for the team, you, you're trying to hit 12 in two balls. So uh, sometimes you don't always come off. And um, yeah, so look, we'd love opportunities to bat higher up in the order. Um, but just like how we are specialists in our in our facet, mm. 
uh, you get you get guys that are specialist batters as well. So um, I think that's just how the games come to what it's come to. Mm. Uh, if we could move maybe a little bit forward um, it, it towards where the, the current uh, Dolphin setup is. After last season's disappointment when you guys didn't win any trophies and I think everybody struggled. I think that that is certainly true with, with COVID and, and, and everything. Everybody struggled. But was there anything in particular that changed the season that gave you the impetus to win the four-day series and make the final um, in the T20 Challenge? Was there anything in particular that changed for you personally and as a team? Mm. Yeah, I think, um, look, every, every season is an aspiration to win three trophies. Um, mm. So, unfortunately, sometimes things don't click in a, in a specific competition. Um, and I think the, sometimes the, the, um, the format of these competitions allows for very even minimal error as a team. So, if you don't start well, um, you, are, you are playing catch-up from the start. So, um, but yeah, I think in terms of us as a team, um, going forward, I think we were, we were, we were a lot more determined, um, as well as, uh, we enjoy winning the, the trophy and, and I think the guys got a taste of, of picking the, the trophy up and, and having that kind of feeling. And then I think that was something that, that guys definitely strive towards. Yeah. And obviously from a personal point of view, last season, um, not the season before, as Tim was talking about, the one that just concluded, um, you were second in the wickets um, from a four, uh, in the four-day series um, with 29 wickets. Um, was there anything that changed um, in terms of your approach? Um, you've always been there and thereabouts at the top, uh, but being the top spinner is, is an achievement on its own. Um, was there anything that, that changed coming into this new season um, in terms of uh, of your play in order for you to be able to, you know, re reach those heights? Not really. Um, to be honest, our preparation and build-up to the season was exactly the same. Um, generally, Kesh and I worked a lot together and um, we kind of tried to refine detail or go really in-depth. Um, in terms of our spin, but not changing or developing new balls or anything like that, but just becoming more consistent and even more consistent from there, uh, especially in 4-day cricket. So I don't think there was any drastic change, probably just probably just a mental shift in towards um, having a more positive mentality uh, when bowling. And are the pitches around um, South Africa last season, were they a lot flatter than than normal um i, I asked this because i think at the wonders i think there's always that discussion in that one test um at the back end of last season about how flat it looked and um i think even at, at centurion simon Hama took a a whole lot of wickets and my mm. argument's always been simon's simon's got got high skills he'll take wickets everywhere um but what, what is your experience of of, of those wick, of the wickets in the high felt and and around the country yeah i don't think they they Look, Wonders, I don't think it's ever flat. Uh, it's one of it's one of the nice pitches to bat on, but I don't think it's ever flat. I think we just have good batters. Um, but the wickets were a little bit on the slower side last year, if I can say that. Um, so it did allow for, for spinners to thrive a little bit more. Interesting. Um, again, on, on, a, on a personal note, what, which would you say was your best performance in 
with the red ball. Would it would it be um, your eleven wickets against the Titans in February? I think it was. Would that be your your best performance of the season? Yeah, I think so. Um, if I think if I had to put in four day cricket, yes, um, and then in 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 one day cricket, it would probably be the T Twenty one against the Pearl Rocks in the semi final. Mm. Uh, I think I I enjoyed playing that game. I was in a lot of pain, but uh, I still I still enjoyed playing that game. Yeah, I don't know. Um, we remember those moments, especially those eleven wickets. It was like it was like, oh, okay, here they are. <laughs> <laughs> they led by the Dallas man. Because um, you've always, I, I'm a Lions supporter. You've always been a, a thorn in my side. Whenever we go to Durban, I'm always like, oh, Subrayan and, 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 and Maharaj. And if Kesh is not there, you're like, oh, they always have another spinner. But anyway, <laughs> uh, but it's been, it's, yeah. It, um, I'm just going to move on to some of the others outside of the Red Bull from a, from a format perspective what is there a favorite format do you like the white playing in the white ball and also how is how did you experience sa20 um i think it was really new for all of us and we all experienced it in different ways yeah i think there's probably not one specific format that uh, i enjoy i actually enjoy all the formats um i think of late um i've excelled nicely in four-day cricket um so i probably enjoying the the longer version a little bit more than others because um i'm given the opportunity to bowl for long periods of time so any spinner loves to bowl 50 and 60 overs in a in an inning so um i think that's the really good part about uh 40 cricket that it allows you to bowl a lot mm. as a spinner. um yeah and then in terms of the the sa20 i really enjoyed myself um i think the the advantage was we had uh, a good bunch of guys as well as well as a good coach who made it easy for us to fit into the team setup um i obviously don't think uh results uh was what we wanted uh, or what we had hoped for uh we obviously wanted to win the competition but um actually fitting into the team and 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 having a, a look at how those kind of setup run um mm. yeah it's a real eye-opener yeah, it was it was a real I think bummer because I think you guys clicked it towards the end and it was a little bit late because the I was even just the gonna sunrises, say that even the sunrises clicked towards the end and they got it just right but like your your little cohesion was just there because everyone was like what's going on in Durban like we don't know what's going on with that team um, and then it just got it worked in that final game in Pretoria where Heiner Clausen just when ham and tongs you're like wow okay um this can actually work so next season Prenilin, um I'm, I'm, it, it's probably going to be a little bit better and especially with i think the conditions in durban just creating that fortress because i felt that you played well at home um it's just your road travels at times were, were a little bit well, weren't, weren't that great mm -hmm. um important you want to ask another one I'll, sure, I'll, I'll, I, I've got enough. I've, I've got another one. I just want to just want to get it right. No, no problem, Tim. Um, from a Dolphins perspective, obviously, um, going forward, looking at 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 at, at the new season, um, I know you're you're three. You're there are three teams and some three domestic teams that I've got that are a three trophy team, and I think that's you. And 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 you have this pipeline of youngsters coming through, and you've been a part of the pipeline. Um, how can you give us a little bit of insight into that pipeline? Because um, 
we, we did we did speak with Senran Mutisami earlier last year. And he mentioned that you know there's always just a pipeline of, of 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 players coming through, and then on top of that, with KZN cricket, with the Tuskers now coming into Division One, how's how's that going to work? And is that a is that is that in essence a a, a tick in the right or a, a tick to say that de- cricket and development in, in KZN is actually going in the right direction? Yeah, I think it's it's definitely a feather in, in KZN's cap in terms of development. Um, I still think that there can be a lot more done in terms of development cricket. But in terms of our feeder system for the Dolphins, I think there's some really good boys to watch out for coming through the system. Um, as well as in our, in our Dolphins Academy system at the moment. So uh, there's definitely a few names to be to remember uh, coming through the system. Awesome. Um, I, I always get to ask uh, players this at, at the moment, particularly with the amount of change that we've seen the last couple of years with the restructuring of, of, of our cricket. Um, what, what are your general thoughts on, on that, on the, on the restructuring, on the fact that we now have a, a promotion relegation? Um, yeah, just, just give us your initial thoughts um, as we've now had our first promotion and relegation for next season yeah i think for me it's um it's it's a good thing i think because um it it doesn't allow for any team to to slack off um within the season so you always got to be on your toes on your toes and gaining your points so that um one you're safe for the seasons to come um and the players within that obviously Guys don't want to go down into the second stream because it takes a massive pay cut. So um, that's that is the unfortunate uh, reality of it. Um, mm. And I think it does it does give you a little bit more more fire when you are playing. I certainly I'll, I'll come back to you, Paul. I certainly got that impression as things got tight, as things really got to the nitty gritty, where it really went down to the wire last uh, last season, which which. Which is good. You want you want games to mean something, and I think that that wasn't necessarily the case uh, before in certain games. Yeah, and 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 to certain extent, like thinking with Division Two, we went down to the final day, um, and then obviously with Division One, that was all was sewn up a little bit earlier. But it you can't have a, a format where you just don't um, necessarily. You, you let it slip. So if you're struggling in the T20, you need to find a way to at least try get some more, win some more games, and and that yeah. kind of gives you something to play or play for. Um, Brendan, um, going into your 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 craft and everything else, and 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 honing your craft throughout your career. I know you you played in the UK, but is there a was there a mentor or or someone that you looked up to that helped you? Um, be the cricketer that you are today and get you to this point yeah definitely i think my dad is definitely the 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 one and then his brothers as well um Mm. because two of them are qualified level three coaches so um yeah my so they've been my mentors and coaches and amazing and all that i needed for for my career up to now and probably going forward as well that's 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 truly amazing you seldom get to see um, family members being the ones that are, are helping cricketers out. So you really do have a, a blessed situation um, and there. Um, and then um, uh, one other thing in terms of going forward and 
and and and looking at your aspirations you've you've been in around the national setup you've played a couple of games for saa um what are your aspirations coming into this new season and in the next couple of years um because the way I look at it, I think this is this is a moment where we could um, see an opening in, in terms of that spin berth, especially with the World Cups coming up and um, and and T Twenty getting a, a essentially a separate coach and a separate focus. So um, there's always an opportunity for 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 people to um, to get a, to get a look in, and you're right at the door, uh, in my opinion. Um, but yeah, what what are your aspirations going uh, going forward? Yeah, I think for me it's it's quite simple. Um, for me, it's I want to be doing the best that I can do uh, that I can be for the Dolphins, um, and I think if I can do that, other things will take care of itself. Uh, I think the aspiration is always there to represent the country, um, just because you play with a different passion when you, when you're representing mm. your country. Um, yeah, but uh, I don't I don't think I'm going to be putting any unnecessary pressure on myself. Um, so for me, it'll be just being uh, the best that I can be for the Dolphins, and then if that happens, then uh, other things should take care of itself. Uh, 20, 29 wickets at sixteen last season in uh, four day series. That's uh, that's one step in the right direction, I'd say. Not wanting to yeah. push or anything, but, but that's the that's the that's that's the start. Have you had have you had conversations? And I don't know if you can tell me if this is not this is not something we want to talk about. But have you had conversations with the national setup and 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 the coaches um, to kind of get a sense of, of of where you are or or what's required? Yeah, my my dad's actually my uh, the person who speaks on my behalf as a, as an agent type thing. So mm. he kind of he kind of takes that that uh, burden and pressure off me, and he just says, "Okay, you just concentrate on the playing, and I'll sort the mm. the admin stuff of it, and 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 speaking on your behalf." So he he generally goes into my all, all my contract meetings and all of that. Um, so mm. to my knowledge, I actually don't know if uh, <laughs> yeah he's he's raised or not raised anything. Uh, but generally, I, uh, we do get feedback from Imi as well uh, mm. in terms of where we actually are standing in terms. Of the national setup or or the setup, so um, yeah. But when it, when it comes to all of that, I think my job is to play. So kind of leave it at that. That's uh, awesome. Awesome. I got I got one more question. If there was one thing, one thing that would make a South African spinner's life easier, one thing that you could change, one one rule, <laughs> one one thing, what would it be? Ah, it would probably be getting uh, the coaches to back us a bit more. Eh? Mm. <laughs> okay, straight to the point. <laughs> the coaches to back you a bit more. And um, looking into the next season for the Dolphins, I know you've just started uh, preseason and 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 going through going through that. Um, I know the answer to this would be win three trophies, but is there anything else that you'd um, like from a personal point of view, I know you said you want to play, be the best you can be. I think you've already got done that uh, for the Dolphins, and you just keep doing that. But is there a target? Is there anything that you're looking to to do? And also from a team perspective, um, that you're looking to get coming into this new season, um, this 2023-24 season uh, that's going to start. Yeah, I think personally it would be just to remain uh, consistent. Um, I think consistency for me is a big thing. So. For me, going into the season, um, it would be just to try and remain as consistent as possible. 
Um, and then for it, in terms of our team, uh, I think when we sat a few years ago and, and around a fire having a chat, uh, the consensus was that we want to create a legacy for the guys coming through. Um, so I think we're still building on that. We've, uh, we've taken a few steps in the right direction. Um, and there are bumps along the way, but so far so good. And we are, we are in the process of building that legacy as a team. Wow, that's 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 really beautiful. I think um, it kind of tells why uh, the Dolphins are very hard to beat. Um, I think you've well, created a really nice system for for the youngsters to come in. We've heard this from several Dolphins players, so it must be mm. true. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, um, I think I think that's probably where we're going to necessarily leave it. Um, but Prenilin, I just want to say thank you very much for joining us. There's one thing I must note. A lot of the people who've come on this podcast have gotten um, have gotten national team call-ups. Um, so we started with Sardal. Um, I remember chatting to him when he was still, I think he just got into the into the into the into the system and he was just the backup to to necessarily the openers and he got his opportunity so um i think i think there's some there's some good omens happening there um and i really do uh want to wish you all the best um i think you are one of the finest spinners we have and um I, you say our batsmen are good, but I think our batsmen really struggle to face you. So um, it's a really, it's a really, really good thing, um, especially um, in, 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 especially on the high felt. You just give people problems, but you've got your secrets. We didn't want to review you to reveal your secrets, um, but yeah, I just want to say thank you very much for joining us. Wish you all the best for the coming season, and yeah, if you take ten or eleven wickets, we might call you to just ask you what you were doing um in future just to say hey uh just give us a sense of, of, of what's going on but um wish you all the best and want to say thank you very much and thank you to dolphins cricket for uh, offering us this opportunity um and wish you all the best man no guys thanks for having me uh, I'm in thank you. Thank i'll give you a, a dolphin come our support oh, okay happiness <laughs> <laughs> I, I i'm more than happy uh, I think black looks good on me as well. So, yeah. <laughs> Thank you very much, Prenilin. Cheers. 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 Cheers, Bye. Cheers, Bye. Tim, uh, just one before we go, I want to say thank you to Dolphins Cricket and uh, the Dolphins media team for enabling us uh, to have this. And um, if you're any other media team, uh, would like any of your players to come through to talk about your preseason, how it's going and your players and everything else, we will reach out to you as well. Uh, but if you want to come reach out to us, that'll be great too. Um, you just heard it from one, the, the number one spinner in the country um, from a Red Bull, uh, in, in a Red Bull, in the Red Bull series. So um, it, 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 it's really, truly amazing uh, to do that. Um, Tim, do you have any final thoughts? No, just to uh, say that I agree with everything you, you said. Um, as, as our new season goes in, we are open for discussion with all players from all teams, Division 1 and Division 2. We will be engaging, but our doors are very much open as we go into this new yeah. season for us. And this officially opens the podcast season for 2023-24. Um, it's going to be a long year, so please do bear with us. We're going to be coming through on Monday. Some Mondays we may not be, but please do like, subscribe, follow us on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, as well as YouTube. I think I should have some sort of thing there at the bottom just to kind of give you a sense of where we are. Um, follow us. 
um we really really do appreciate um your support um and we want to say thank you for that and yeah um the season has started we're going to talk saa um the, the team and everything else and what's going on in sri lanka that we'll be doing in the future podcasts but outside of that um from myself and tim on the first episode of the full coda podcast for season three it is goodbye and the sale kakahiso Thank you.